Hi, and welcome to SolveCast, where we provide short, detailed answers to the questions that matter most to you. I'm Connor McKnight. My guest today is Ben Rellis, head of innovation for YouTube Originals. Ben's a man with many interests, but has recently teamed up with headcount.org to help tackle voter registration and turnout in the upcoming election. Ben, first of all, thanks so much for joining us on SolveCast today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I'll just lay out a couple of quick facts, not that anyone hasn't heard something like this over the last couple of months, but in the 2018 midterm elections, we saw one of the higher vote out, voter turnout totals across a number of demographics, one of them being 18 to 29-year-olds turned out at a 76% higher rate than 2014. And at first blush, everyone might think, great, what a number. But even with that jump, only 36% of 18 to 29-year-olds voted. And that's two years ago. And plenty has changed in the last six months. Forget the last 24. So to start, what first got you thinking that social media could be a potential solution to low voter registration and turnout? Well, I think part of it was that we were seeing headlines that registration was down in 2020 because of COVID. And I started to observe some of the things that were already happening on social media. And having been at YouTube for the past 10 years, felt like there may have been some of the things that I see creators do all the time on YouTube that could be applied to how people encourage voter registration. So, yeah, for me initially, I know the enormous influence that YouTube creators have because it's a big part of my job to work with YouTube creators and I see the fan bases that they have and I see the relationship they have with fans. Uh, but I did see a lot of the social media about voting and about registration being pretty straightforward in terms of reminders to vote and just talking about how important it was to register. So we're, we're talking about then kind of a difference between the getting people to watch, which is the content itself, right? And the idea of actually motivating a user, a consumer, or a fan to go out and do something about that. And you kind of sum that up with a term I, I love, like gamifying. I, I, I love this strategy. Tell me about it. Yeah, so that's the idea. So I started something called Good to Vote. Uh, I did it over the summer outside of my job at YouTube. And the basic premise is that you have talent say to their fans, voter registration is important. So I'll tell you what, here's what we'll do. If a thousand of you register using my custom link, then here's what I'll give back to you guys. And that could be them shaving their beard. It could be an old audition tape. It could be a collab that the fans have been asking for, but it essentially made it so fans could help unlock something cool from the creator that they watch all the time. And just to give an example, which we started with, and I didn't know if it would work or not, but I did like the idea. In August, we had Michael Stevens, who's the host of Vsauce, who I've been friends with for over 10 years, basically say to his fans, if 500 of you register to vote, I'll shave this beard off I've had for the last 10 years. And within a day, he got about 1,200 people to register. So then we were like, okay, we're on to something. And 1,200 people is a lot. You normally, if you go door to door, you can get one or two people an hour. Uh, so, you know, thinking about how you can actually get a higher volume of people to register all at once was really what we were trying to solve for. Uh, so we did the one with Michael. I was working with headcount.org. They were creating these custom links for me. And also, I'm somewhat new to this game. So, I'll, uh, you know, helping me understand the types of messaging that works with it. Uh, and then the second one we did was with a creator named Jack Douglas. He actually got 2,000 people to register to vote. And his was just giving a preview of what his next video would be. So after those two, we have a very small team, but we're basically saying, okay, we're on to something. This is getting people to register to vote. 
And importantly, the fans love it. They're not feeling like they're being preached to because they're getting something back. And the creators are actually posting more because they have something interesting to post. In the case of Jack, you know, different teasers of what the video would be. So that's the that's basic concept. We've done 100 of these to date. We've registered 160,000 people to vote. We have about 400,000 people who have verified their voter registration. And it's really through this idea that if somebody is not inclined to do something, reminding them to do it can be tough. It's tough to persuade people that way. And so we were doing something where we're still reminding them how important it is to vote, but we're also giving them a reason to take action right then and there. And you, you've also kind of solved some of the agency from the talent side too. Uh, registering to vote is inherently political, but it's not a bipartisan political thing that anybody has to wade through, right? I, I would imagine that talent and celebrities are more ready to help if it's something that is on its face, just going to vote. Correct. Yes. I think that was one thing that, you know, we realized early on is that making sure that it was nonpartisan, even telling them when they message to their fans, we don't really want to get into go vote because we need this person elected. It was really about there's a lot of young people that just haven't gotten around to registering to vote. A lot of the YouTube creators especially have very young fan bases. So this is just about asking them to register. That said, after the first five we did or so, they were all YouTube creators. We then moved on to working with a lot of actors, musicians, and you know general celebrities. And those actually were very successful as well, uh, especially in building awareness and press around the activation. So you know we've done a Mean Girls reunion when Tina Fey said, I need 5,000 of you to verify your registration. We had Samuel Jackson say, if 2,500 of you verify your registration or register to vote, I'll teach you to curse in 15 languages. We had Jeff Goldblum reenact a scene from Jurassic Park. And we had the cast of GLOW reunite. So basically, everybody be, can be creative about what they do on their own channels. Uh, but we did end up figuring out some different ways that mainstream talent could do things that were, again, a little bit more outside the box than reminders to vote. Right at the start of us talking, you, you mentioned how complicated this vote could be for a lot of people with COVID involved. We've got mail-in voting, we've got early voting. Do you think that uh, those who have registered were put at ease at all or, or had things made simpler because they were listening to some information from somebody that they were already predisposed to trust, to kind of want to listen to a message from, as opposed to you know just going onto your state government website and trying to find the information that way? Yeah, I think it helps. I mean, people took different approaches. Michael, the first one that we did, you know, did a three minute video about how important your vote is and about why it's important to engage. And then there's other people that really just put up, you know, a short video, which was basically go register to vote and tell you what if you do, we're going to bring scrubs back or whatever it is. And so we weren't really asking people to do that kind of messaging around how do you find your polling place? How do you figure out how to mail in your vote? How do you vote early? That said, we're working closely with Headcount to make sure that we're following up the messages with those kinds of texts and reminders to make sure they actually get out and vote because ultimately, yeah, voter registration greatly increases the chances that someone will vote, but there's still things you can do to help encourage them to get to the polls. So obviously voter registration is a pretty high-minded cause, but that doesn't mean that it's the only thing that, that gamifying through social media can help you know, affect a drive toward. 
Um, for people who are wondering uh, whether they have causes of their own at a smaller level, community level kind of stuff, what kind of advice would you have for them if they're going to launch into something like this? Because it's one thing for like, you know, David Dobrik to give away a Tesla. It's right. another thing, you know, to do that in, you know, Wicker Park in Chicago, you know? <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. And I should mention that one because that was really the game changer for us. We had done a lot of really successful campaigns. We had gotten great feedback from the press and from fans. And then really just like three weeks ago, David Dobrik uh, did a activation where basically he said to his fans, I have five Teslas and five of you who verify your voter registration will win one of these Teslas, which is very on brand for him. He's done these kinds of giveaways before. And so, yeah, that post got 120,000 people to register. I think 300,000 people to verify their registration, 2 million people to visit his headcount page. And then he's continuing to message about why that's important. So I should mention that could be the biggest single voter registration you know, you know, drive, certainly of this election where one person can have that kind of impact. Um, but in terms of, yeah, what other people can do. Uh, first of all, I don't want to sound like an expert. I just personally really like the idea of combining uh, entertainment with uh, you know, news, politics, social impact. It's not the only way. There's organizations clearly that do things which are very targeted uh, that aren't using entertainment. And that's just because I have an entertainment background where I tend to navigate. Um, but I will say, you know, that's what I found for people who are looking to use entertainment to get a message out there that's important, that very often there is a way to combine the two. So if you look at you know, some of the messaging that we've done, you'll see like Josh Gad as an example. Uh, he is very passionate about politics. He did a few really great ones for us. He said to his fans, if 1500 of you register to vote, then I will recap all of the Avengers as the voice of Olaf. That Josh Gad is the voice of Olaf. So he got, I can't remember what it was, maybe 2,500 people to register. And, you know, I think there, if I had advice based on what he did, it was he had something that the fans love, you know, I think 350,000 people saw the video, but he did also combine it with a lot of excitement around, you guys registered to vote, I'm so excited about that, keep doing that. It wasn't like he kept it to just the entertainment. Uh, same thing with uh, Florence Pugh, who is um, actress who did one with us, where, you know, she basically said she'd give a cooking lesson and it was the enthusiasm, the excitement where she delivered her message that I think got the 8,000 people to verify their registration. And so if there's advice there, and this is again, something that I think we maybe accidentally found a way into, it's that authentic video works really well. And I was always skeptical of these montages, which I'm sure you've seen, where it's 10 actors in a row, they each get one line of text, it goes through one by one, and then it ends with some kind of message. And you know, skeptical of it, partially because as a viewer, you're like, oh, they were given a script and maybe it's a clever idea, but ultimately they were handed a script. And for this campaign, it was more about how do you use you know, people who clearly are talented and have a fan base in a way that lets them take their message to their fans on their terms, in their own words. And that authenticity, as much as it's a cliche, I do think gets people to act and uh, you know, take action because they believe that the message is coming from a real place. Uh, so yeah, I'd say that would be it. And in 2007, I did a video called I Got a Crush on Obama. And it was, uh, you know, viewed something like 30 million times. It was during the 
2008 election where I like this idea of combining a pop song, um, you know, comedy and this girl singing about Barack Obama when er YouTube was really sort of early days. And I think what I also learned from that was, you know, if what you're looking for is uh, press coverage and people talking about something, there kind of needs to be a there there. And that's sort of the filter I put all my ideas through. If you heard this idea, would you tell somebody else about it? Would this be something that you know you would talk about? So that was true back with that Obama girl video in 2007, where it's like, this is pretty bizarre. I bet people will talk about, have you seen that there's this woman who's singing about Barack Obama on YouTube and made a music video about him? That had never been done. And kind of the same thing here, where the ones that have happened that are the best are the ones where there's something to talk about. So Laguna Beach, the cast came together and said, if we get 1,500, I can't remember what the number was, might've been 1,000 people to verify their registration, we're gonna reunite as the cast of Laguna Beach. There's a there there, as a, as a fan of the show Laguna Beach, you're gonna share that with your friends, you're gonna talk about it. So yeah, that was something that, um, you know, for me, uh, I, I try to use as a filter. Does it feel like this is an idea that someone would actually tell somebody else about? Do you think that there will be, do you think there will be a follow-up of some kind from this initiative? Um, you know, cause there's, we're, we're talking about this in two parts, but truly there's a third part. It's the going to vote. Does, do you have plans for how things go um, after the vote, how this kind of strategy and these types of initiatives should yeah. follow up, I guess, with the people they engage with? Yeah, trying to think through that. I mean, I'm working with a team of a lot of people that either, you know, volunteered time or stop what they were doing to work on this. So we don't have, you know, a big company structure, but you know, I'm working with someone named Noah Pollock, who I started with, working with two months ago, three months ago, who is an unscripted television executive who is doing a lot of the thinking about what are the implications of this beyond just the election to really, again, use incentivizing people to take action. And what's unique about it is you're not saying to somebody, if you register to vote, I'll give you this free song. You're actually saying collectively, if all of you guys do this, everybody gets this free song, which is you know part of what, of course, makes it uh, you know possible to do. So uh, I got Noah Pollock, who I'm working with on this. Um, I should mention uh, Tess Finkel, who I've been working with this uh, project on with, at uh, Metro. She's been very integral to because she knows influencers really well and understands the publicity side. What is what are the implications of this? What else could you do? Knowing that again, I think you have you mentioned eighteen to twenty nine year olds actually getting to the polls. You also have this like massive group of creators who really do want to have an impact, want to use their platforms for good, and are there things we can do on the research side and experimentation side so we can go back to them and say, if you're going to use your platform, if you're going to post something, this is a way to do it where fans will like it and it'll generate a real response and not just, you know, um, yeah, messaging without action, you know? Ben, really appreciate your time and your perspective. Thank you so much for joining us on SolveCast today. Yeah, thanks for having me.